Alrighty, what's trending right now through social media? Well, Joe Rogan. So, there's been a lot of complaints with Joe Rogan's podcast because he is informing the audience misinformation of the vaccines. So, Joe Rogan apologizes to Spotify and musicians amid boycott over his podcast. Yeah, I wouldn't characterize his video as an apology to them. He was just saying that it wasn't his intent to upset anybody. And if anybody is upset at his podcast, then he apologizes. But he's not apologizing for doing his podcast. No, you know, apologizing for what has been done. But he was very gracious and he was very nice and trying to be mm-hmm. inclusive, as he said. Correct. But he still got savage. He's still got all these people on the left that are wanting to cancel him. So yeah, straight from the article and what you were saying, podcaster Joe Rogan admitted late Sunday that he could do more when it comes to informing his listeners. Meaning he could have other guests from the other side of the aisle come in and present their case. Once they present their case and the audience will be a little more comfortable because they're the experts and they would know what's going on with the... The audience loves him. COVID. That's why he's got the biggest audience. He's the number one for Spotify podcasts. Yeah. So the bottom line is everybody was all up in arms on the left because they were claiming that I think even Jen Psaki, the White House, said that you know calling for Spotify to censor Joe Rogan, saying that he was giving out medical misinformation, and so he had Dr. Malone and Dr. McCullough on, and so Dr. Malone was like, he's got like nine patents on mRNA technology that all the vaccines are based upon. And so the guy that basically created or discovered the science or perfected it, whatever you want to call it, that all these vaccines are based upon. I mean, having a guy like that on to hear what he has to say is who who would be better? I mean, this guy's got more papers, more peer-reviewed things done than pretty much anybody else. And so why wouldn't you want to hear what he had to say? Mm-hmm. So, the so go claims. go through the claims that people were saying they wanted them uh, canceled over. The first, cl- so the first claim was a vaccine can alter your genes. That was the first claim. The second claim is ivermectin. Ivermectin. The sec- that was the one that CNN was saying. No, Joe Rogan's taking horse dewormer because it is. I mean, obviously, a more potent version of it is given to horses as a horse dewormer. But the one that Joe Rogan was taking was one that the dosage that's um, appropriate for humans. And that was prescribed by his his doctor, which he had said. Mm -hmm. So a second claim, ivermectin can cure COVID. Third claim, if you get vaccinated after having had COVID you are at greater risk of harmful side effects. And the last claim, which is the fourth one, for young people, the health risks from the vaccine are greater than from COVID. So this is what the media was claiming that he did that was unforgivable? Because Dr. McCullough also had a lot to say about these things. Which I think those podcasts, one of them got over 50 million views or downloads, I, I think the last time I checked the the numbers on it, which is, I mean, that's bigger than basically all of the mainstream media combined has as far as listeners. And that's why they're upset. They're, if 
you listen to CNN, there like Brian Stetler was on there. I think it was yesterday, the day before, complaining that people were listening more to Joe Rogan than they were to CNN, and he was disappointed that CNN didn't have the credibility he felt they deserved. But they've had so many inaccurate stories and stories that turned out to be outright lies and hoaxes and misinformation that people have just they can't trust what's on CNN. There's a really good chance that you hear something on CNN, it's going to come out a few days or a few weeks later that it was wrong. So they, they destroyed their own credibility, and yet they're surprised that they don't have any credibility. And people pay more attention to what Joe Rogan says. So 270 medical professionals wrote an open letter to the streaming giant asking it to take action against Rogan's podcast, accusing the company of broadcasting misinformation. That's what um, the open letter Yeah, said. well, it turned out that all these medical professionals, you know, a lot of them are professors and they weren't actual medical doctors, but the way the media initially presented it was all these doctors, because it was in the headlines, all these doctors, 270 doctors, came out against Joe Rogan, and when they really looked into it, the people that had signed on it weren't actually, the overwhelming majority weren't medical doctors. They had some kind of degree or background where they had gotten mm -hmm. a doctorate in it. There was also but a But that was a, another way there. the media tried to say, hey, here's this group of credible people saying Joe Rogan's giving out misinformation. And the reality is those people weren't credible. The overwhelming majority were not credible medical professionals. So it was BS. <laughs> it was a lie. It was misinformation It was they were giving out. As I read more of these <clears throat> articles, I, I get confused because... It's wrong to say stuff like that if you're saying 270 medical professionals, knowing that not all of them are like from like the medical field because there was one from the vet. Yeah, one of them was a veterinarian. Correct. And you're like, are you kidding me? A, a fucking veterinarian? You kind of have to, as a journalist, separate those kind yeah. of stuff. A veterinarian is telling, is, you know, saying uh, what is having an opinion of Dr. McCullough and Dr. Malone, it's like he's a he's a fucking vet. He's not qualified. But that's the kind of shit that just 10, 15 years ago, we would hear, oh, 270 doctors came out against Joe Rogan. And then that would be all you heard in the news. You would think, oh, wow, 270 doctors said it was misinformation. And now with the Internet and social media, people can actually fact check this and dig into who are all these people that have signed on. And so they go into it and they look into the details and then they publish the stuff and then it then it spreads. And you're able to see the hoaxes in real mm -hmm. time that the media is trying to pull because all – like we've talk, been talking about, all media is narrative. And so the media is trying to put out the narrative that Joe Rogan is medical misinformation because he's saying or the, his guests are saying things that are contrary to what people in the media are trying to convince us of. Mm -hmm. And so they're, they're, the media is basically using – misinformation to try to discredit what they say is misinformation. So this was back so this was back in April and we had Dr. Anthony Fauci, the nation's leading infectious disease expert who called out Rogan and saying expert. that young people absolutely need to get vaccinated. So we had Fauci's a real expert. We had to Well he's really proven that. that to all of us over the last few years what an expert he is. That's the last thing I wanted to say. I think say he's an expert medical. in being wrong. Better than that, he's a swell guy. Now we get into some of the celebs who 
Aline left, of course. Try to quit while well, who's quitting and not comfortable with Joe Rogan. So we have Neil Young, who quits Spotify because of Joe Rogan. And many other artists follow his lead. Apparently, Neil Young has already sold like half of his musical library. Mm-hmm. Veteran singer-songwriter Neil Young made good on his on his threat to remove his songs from Spotify unless the streaming service agreed to cut ties with controversial podcast host Joe Rogan, who has drawn criticism for fueling conspiracy theories about COVID-19 treatments and vaccines on the widely popular Joe Rogan experience. This is according to LA Times. And we know Spotify represents 60% of the streaming of my music to listeners around the world, yet my record label stood with me, recognizing that the threat, the COVID misinformation on Spotify posed to the world, particularly for our young people who think everything they hear on Spotify is true, Neil Young declared on his website. Yeah, Neil Young's problem is he still believes that the news is real. And then we had, that's what happened. First, he was threatening to remove his songs. And then last week, he removed his songs from the servers after objecting to having them streamed by the same place that hosts the top rated podcast. Yeah, the so. I don't see the problem with letting, I mean, the whole idea is science is that you listen to many voices and you analyze the data. And so I like what Joe Rogan is doing. It's having these guys on because then we get to hear from other experts that we wouldn't normally hear in the news so we can make up our own damn minds because that's as self-reliant people we're supposed to be able to do. Mm -hmm. He continued to say another quote, which is, I am doing this because Spotify is spreading fake information about vaccines, potentially causing death to those who believe the disinformation being spread by them. Young wrote, and he continues to say, please act on this immediately today and keep me informed of the time schedule. Then we have Joni Mitchell, who later announced that she too would remove her own music from Spotify in solidarity with the fellow folk rocker and the global scientific and medical communities on the issue. Referring to an open letter signed by 270 medical and scientific professionals. One of them was a veterinarian that we know. Correct. Super credible, obviously. Definitely. And in the recent days, Rogan, Rogan's critics have taken to social media to call for a hashtag Spotify exodus. Then we have Prince Harry and Meghan, who expressed their concerns to Spotify about COVID-19 misinformation. And poor Prince Harry. He got married to Meghan, who's, I, she's a smoke show, but... Man, he put his balls in a box and gave them away. Oh, my God. She runs that dude. You think so? That guy was a badass warrior, and he just, whew, talk about being pussy whipped. He's like the ultimate example of a guy who used to be alpha who was totally fucking pussy whipped by a girl. Hmm. Oh. Never. Oh, man, poor Harry. Well, Harry went through a lot when he was younger. I don't know. But he's taking his time. That was a step back, if anything. But yeah, those were the few people that had concerns about COVID. Some of them obviously removing their music. Others threatening to do that. 
Probably in the next couple of days we'll have more. Who knows how this escalates. But I didn't want to speak on the stocks before getting into his Instagram post. So Spotify loses $2 billion as stock plummets after Neil Young's Joe Rogan's protest. So Spotify's market <clears throat> value dropped more than $2 billion. But it's already come back. In the last few days, after Neil Young pulled his music over Joe Rogan's podcast, shares have tumbled around 12% from where it closed last week. Now, then it says Spotify's shares dropped around 6% after Wednesday. That's where, according to um, whatever therap.com, but that's what's All going on. All publicity is good publicity. The bottom line is more people are aware of Joe Rogan's podcast on Spotify now than they were just a few weeks ago. Because of all this attention trying to cancel mm-hmm. Joe Rogan. So in their attempt to cancel him, they've actually made him more, more powerful and given him more reach. Because now people are going, huh, maybe I should be listening to what's going on on mm-hmm. Joe Rogan at Spotify. Which is good for Joe Rogan, and it's good for Spotify, and it's good for all the shareholders of Spotify Correct. in the long run. Yeah, Joe Rogan's um, podcast is number one for Spotify, so they're not going to risk anything because that's where all the viewers, the money comes from. So at the end of the day, if they thing. did cancel him, Joe Rogan, his viewers would follow him wherever he went. And I think Correct. Spotify knows that. If they're yeah. smart, they know it. And they, Why would they kill the golden goose? It's laying the golden goose eggs. Uh-huh. It's funny. And then Joe Rogan, he went on Instagram. Money he cuts a lot of ties. A, that's true. He went on Instagram and created a video. He posted it and he explained how he wasn't trying to do all the misinformation. Yeah, it was a good video actually. He really went out of his way and bent over backwards trying to accommodate people, but without giving too much to the tyrants. Mm-hmm. Which is good because not other people would do that. They won't like admit or like. And even The Rock came out, right? Dwayne Johnson came out and said he's behind Joe Rogan, which he's got a lot of influence. The Rock, yes. The Rock is a great actor. He's friends with other good actors that love to be with him. So, and he has a good fan base. So he definitely has a lot of. We just don't know The Rock's character. We don't know enough about him. Well, his video on Instagram did receive a lot of views, shares, and everyone was talking about it. But and supposedly The Rock wants to run for president someday, That's so he's going to need Joe Rogan because <laughs> <No. laughs> he's going to. He mentioned being on his podcast, which hmm. I think would be a good podcast to have him on. The Rock has good views in anything, according to the Fox News article. There were two bullet points or two phrases, a couple sentences that stood out. So the first one is free speech advocates and journalists from both sides of the aisle have defended Joe Rogan and made calls for streaming platform petrified to censor the podcasting star who provides an alternative to echo chambered media. And then Spotify has been facing growing pressure to remove Rogan from its service over allegations that his popular show has been peddling COVID misinformation causing musicians like Neil Young and Joni Mitchell to pull their music from the streaming giant in protest. Instead of caving to the demands of liberal musicians, Spotify announced that it will begin to put a disclaimer at the beginning of Rogan's show when he discusses COVID, 
What are your thoughts on that where there has to be a disclaimer in the beginning of his show when there was nothing there before? Well, Joe Rogan said he was in support of the disclaimer because, I mean, at the end of the day, he's just trying to get to the truth. What and By bringing people on and mm-hmm. having conversations and hearing their opinions, hearing the opinions of experts because that's what the – you know, that's what a journalist is supposed to do, prevent, present us with the, the facts, facts so we can make up our own minds. And the pro- all these people calling for his cancellation are basically saying – we don't want anybody to hear what these other experts say. We only want you to listen to the experts we present to you. So they want you to have one side of the story. Yeah. I mean, that's good also as, you know, being the podcaster, accepting what Spotify told him to do. He has no issues against it. He knows what what's fine. But now when you talk about or discuss anything about COVID, you know, you always have to, like, be cautious or have a disclaimer of anything. Because the internet would create some chaos and who knows, take your videos down, all that kind of stuff. 